Tina, you fat lard, come get some dinner. Welcome to the Know You May Not podcast. I'm your host, Justin. And I'm your host, T. As service professionals, we all have a few things in common. We love good food, good drinks, and for better or worse, we love our jobs. We use this podcast to talk about all the ups and downs of working the 5 to 2 grind. This week, our show is Blessed and Burdened, Benefits of Working in the Service Industry. Stick around. All right, so this episode, we are dealing with an interesting topic. Go on. Well, I mean, it's kind of to do with everybody who's ever worked front of house or back of house. It's the nature of the industry. Every house. Every house, both house. Both houses. Either way, what we're talking about is blessed and burdened, shift work in industry. Little up, little down. It's a good mix of both. I've had my love-hate relationship with it over the years. So there's definitely ups and downs when it comes to service industry. Whether you're living in the front or back of house, whether you're attractive or hideous, uh, hidden in the back like some bastard child under the stairs. Like some Gollum-esque. Hmm, yeah. yeah. Bastardized. Those are all the process. I just yeah. want everyone to know that Justin just ad-libbed that. I did. That was uh, completely unrehearsed. It was. You're the one who brought up Gollum. And <laughs> I just responded to the actor in me. That um, was, uh, <clears throat> this is neither here nor there, okay? Let's stop trying to deviate. That was an on-point was thank you yeah. <laughs> yeah I may have seen the movies once or twice the extended versions only once because they're terrible uh, there's a reason that's those scenes got cut well, who has that kind of time N- nobody that's a, that's nine hours per movie I think actually I, maybe that segues into what we're talking about today do the math uh, <laughs> who has that kind of time <laughs> yeah. well that might be why I've seen those actually yeah, yeah it's possible here we are I'm gonna try and flip-flop through this because I don't want it to be one side and then the other but I think the one thing that everybody kind of notices about service schedules is that we have a flexible schedule. I think that's why most people assume that we do what we do. And why most people who work nine to fives don't ask us to do things on weekends anymore. Yeah. That, that kind of drops off. It, it does, but I, I think that like everybody assumes like, it, there's this <laughs> sort of pervasive idea that like, people that work in restaurants are irresponsible and so like what we do is like we work there because we just like take off and go to Jamaica or something for no some of us do or Thailand and it happens definitely happens I think I don't know that that's the majority though I just think that that's the the majority opinion it does exist though it's it's possible you can get in all kinds of of things at that point too because like oftentimes and I'm not saying that this is like 100% the case, but oftentimes we have like children and do like the the life path things a little bit later than everybody else if we do them at mm-hmm. all. And mm-hmm. and so it's kind of this without using any, any specific terms. Um, I think that often people who follow the kind of like conventional path think of us as a little bit more flighty and... Mm. and Can I say... You fuckers outside of industry are trying so hard to have kids. It is a miracle with how much we fuck in the service industry that we don't have more kids than you do. It's true. I feel like it's a large part due to uh, pulling out. And we also don't have like as much access to subsidized birth control. Yeah. Because we don't have benefits. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody can 
Everybody can find condoms. That's the thing. Nobody no, like, wants to but, use condoms. You know, but. you know what I mean, though. Like in terms of like government paid for, like IUDs or uh, birth control. Yeah, like fun, pills. fun birth control. Well, I mean, like for guys, fun for guys birth control. Uh, yeah, lower maintenance for guys. Just yeah. In general, but that kind of shit isn't subsidized for us, and yet, and yet. Yeah. So I hearken back to I feel like service industry just knows how to pull out a lot better. It's really um, great at pulling out. I don't know, really good at pulling out. <laughs> we do have flexible schedules. Uh, that's unavoidable. It's a fact. Uh, I feel like the further you get into a career as a server, the less flexible your schedule tends to be. People tend to rely on you a little bit more. That's fair. But still, I mean, I can take three weeks off if I need to, if I want to. Yeah, I mean, it's three weeks of unpaid time versus actually getting, like, vacation time which you would on a corporate salary yeah we miss out on a lot of those whole paid things uh, one or two yeah benefits if you will but it does exist that's kind of in the long term i would say is the whole flexible time off sort of thing uh there is the short term as well there is also the aspect of the short term time off you're allowed to trade shifts as it were and that means that with you know maybe a day or two notice i could trade a shift with somebody uh have last last minute day off which you don't necessarily get to do especially in a, a like a, a frequent basis the nice office. thing is that if you work in an establishment with a large enough team you can generally find someone who does want to work whereas smaller teams it's a little bit more difficult especially like if you're sick as we both are right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, Speak for yourself, I'm in denial. Yeah, well, you know. It's the third stage of being sick. Well, just for our listeners, we, we had to make sure that we recorded tonight because we took last week off since it was Stampede and it was pretty crazy. So uh, we couldn't go two weeks without... Stampede, Iowa. Oh, Stampede everybody knows. Iowa. The greatest show Iowa's ever seen. <laughs> yeah, anyway, anyway, we couldn't take two weeks off for it but yeah had to make sure we recorded uh come hell or high water or sickness like i said i'm not sick anymore i was sick then i moved into the second stage of sick which was bitching about the fact that i was working while i was sick and then the third stage is just being a fucking champion and the third stage was getting <laughs> off and then just not acknowledging that i'm sick anymore because i'm not at work so now i'm gonna start drinking again so anyway as i was saying in terms of having a smaller team it makes it a little bit more difficult to get things like that covered, whereas, where, sorry, be it vacation time or be it something else, you know. Um, it is nice when you do work at one of those establishments, even with a smaller team, where there's someone who really, really, really wants to pick up hours and is actually good and diligent about doing that, because oftentimes I find that people will say that they want to pick up hours and then have a million excuses as to why they can't pick up that particular shift that you are requesting. Ideally, you have a team that balances back and forth. That's ideally. Ideally. Uh, it doesn't work like that, of course, most of the time. Mentioned that I'm selfish. Other people are selfish before, but yeah, selfish is a thing that exists in the world. We should all be a little bit selfish, I feel like. Yeah, you've been listening to my friend too much. Yeah, my best friend. No, when, when other people accuse you of being selfish, it's because they're selfish. Because they're like, well, you won't bend to my whim, thereby you are selfish, and that's not entirely true. That's just like, you won't, you won't, accom or you won't succumb to my desire, 
which makes you selfish, whereas that's actually the opposite of what's happening. That's the Jews had it right then, okay? Wow. No shellfish. Rimshot. Trading shifts, giving up shifts. It's a possibility. Uh, we touched on the fact that that's unpaid vacation. Uh, all days that we're not actually working are unpaid, which is tough because you have to walk a tightrope then. You have to be very aware. Not everybody is aware of what they're actually doing when it comes to how often they're working. There's a classic stereotype of server that is the person who's always bitching that they're broke but never wants to work. No, of course. And those are the ones that will even offer you money to take their shifts Yeah. at times. <laughs> right? Where it's just like, well, if I'm gonna pick up your shift anyway, as far as I see, like I'm gonna be making money doing that. Like you don't need to offer me money for that. But like, how come you never have any money? How come you can't go for a post-shift drink with the rest of us? Like you say you're too broke and you just keep giving away all your shifts. Like everyone has worked with that person. I mean, that's- Everyone works with that person right now. It's ob It's obviously, at that point, you like you can always identify a problem that person has on the side too, like this gambling or like drinking or you know smoking crack or you know like whatever, just like light. I don't know light how many crack smokers I know in this industry. Like I feel like it's it's well, other things, but like I don't know about clearly like you're straight up crack. Clearly you're fucking green. Then oh, that's I don't know. I don't know anybody that smokes crack. What do you? We in one restaurant. We 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 work in Applebee's. I feel like you have to work. <laughs> You have to smoke crack in order to work at Applebee's. You know... Sorry, Applebee's. I'm sorry. Any people who do work there, I, I'm sure it's a lovely place. I said... It just doesn't have the greatest of reputations let's just stop, here. Let's just stop apologizing to these, these, all these institutions, okay? I'm not, I'm not <laughs> doing it anymore. If it seems like people smoke crack at Applebee's, well, maybe Applebee's needs to address that. Maybe it's not my fault. I'm certainly not apologizing to Chili's. More like crackle-bees. Crapple-bees? No. No. <laughs> We're going to keep that shit in so everybody knows how bad your jokes are. I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was trying to balance was the idea that, yes, we can take time off. We can get shifts off at a, a moment's notice. Uh, but there is a problem which comes when you aren't making enough money and you don't realize it. Um, a lot of service staff, even even kitchen staff, uh, get themselves into a paycheck to paycheck dependency. I definitely know front of house just because it's kind of cash based, or used to be at least, where it's like they're they're scratching for the tip envelope at the end of the day, um, and if they don't get it, they don't know how to deal with their lives. It's funny. I've worked in establishments where it can go. Like, you have people who are on both sides of that. So, for example, we've got, like, our giant tip envelope, for example, um, that has, like, everything doled out alphabetically. And there are some people who haven't picked up their tips in two months. And they just have this giant wad of envelopes, and you see it every time your manager passes by it to dole out tips. And there are some people for whom, you know, it's like, my tips, are my tips ready? Are my tips ready? Are my tips ready? <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me brushing my shoulders off right now, but I got a check for like, I don't even know how much just sitting in my, my billfold right now. Haven't deposited it, no big deal. You should deposit things as you receive them. I think that's just a responsible thing to do. Don't tell me what's responsible. Mm -hmm. I'm a baller, all right? I'm, I'm not gonna like deposit the money that I receive. I am that much of a baller. I grind, I grind diamonds in my food for two reasons. 
One, it's the most ballin' shit ever. Two, makes my duty twinkle, yo. Three, you don't want to have teeth at the end of the day? I don't think me or you Dave Chappelle... having teeth. I think me or Dave Chappelle <laughs> needs to explain ourselves to you, okay? <laughs> A nice thing about the way that we're able to schedule our work is I personally feel, it's something that drew me to this industry, is that uh, I get to have work around life and not life around work. That's not always the case. We did just mention we finished the old, grand old Iowa stampede. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you picked up on this, but there's no fucking stampede in Iowa. So Pride of Iowa. If you're so stupid that you haven't figured Pride. it out. Pride. I'm not going to say stop listening because I still want you to listen, but maybe if you could stop breathing and listening. Keep listening at the same time. It is a really nice thing to be able to go grocery shopping in the middle of the day and completely avoid the weekend crowd or even the, even the weeknight crowd because everyone does their shopping after 5 p.m. That's just a thing that happens. Now, I, I previous to this podcast, I said I wasn't going to reference notes, but I'm super proud of this one. Uh, also, because it's kind of a shout out to How I Met Your Mother, which is one of my favorite shows. Yes. Uh, but uh, I call it the I Am Legendary Weekends. Legendary Weekends. Because picked up on the significance of this, but there are no people out, kind of end of the world scenario, walking around, empty streets, Stop empty looking at me like you want me to react positively. Yeah, I don't care. It's, this is for me. This is clearly for me. I just, <laughs> it doesn't matter how you react. I'm going to take what I want from it. Sure. <laughs> I am legendary weekends. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, you walk out, and it's like an apocalypse. Just... Stroll into the grocery store, leisurely pick whatever you want. Pick whatever till. There's only three open and they're all available to you. It's okay. The only place that doesn't follow this rule, by the way, is Costco. Fucking Costco. It doesn't matter when you go to Costco. (laughs) Like, Costco, if you're listening, (laughs) Costco the person. (laughs) Mr. Costco? Mr. Costco. Uh, or Miss. Or Miss. Mr. and Mrs. Ms. Costco. Ms. Costco. Mr. and Mrs. Costco. <laughs> Very traditional family relationship there, obviously. I love you for your samples and your discounts. And your hot dogs. And your hot dogs. I fucking hate you because when the fuck is the slow time? There is you know, no slow no time at Costco. Thing. There's always a lineup. Always a lineup at always. Costco. Always. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Costco is the only immune... I would say place of business to the uh, idea of downtime. The five to tours like us. There's just, there's. It's I mean, like, busy. I applaud your business model, Costco. What are the whatever you're doing is clearly very, very on point. Well, I have to wonder, and maybe this is just based on my exposure currently, but like, is it just that everyone who shops at Costco during the day is like a frigging mom with an SUV? Like, who's selling LuLaRoe leggings on the side? Like, is that what's going on? I know Are they MLMers? I know some of it. I definitely, I've seen this. Like, the Vietnamese restaurant owners roll in because I've tried to get, like, basil a couple of times. It was a random thing to get at Costco, but I rolled in, like, and there was, like, and I just see them taking, like, 
baskets and baskets of basil off were the shelf. Were you into like three pounds of basil? Is that what you were going for? Well, I was looking for like a half pound of basil, personally. That's not the kind of volume you go to Costco for. I don't think you know what three pounds of basil looks like. Eh. I'm going to slap you in the face with three pounds of basil later. It's going to hurt. Yeah, <laughs> might knock you out. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, is that everything at Costco is like club-sized. They call it club size now because I guess family size is offensive. <laughs> All I'm saying is to that fat people. <laughs> I don't know, but like who who are who are these people who are able to just shop at Costco during the day because it's a completely de- completely different demographic to like the kinds of people who go to grocery stores like Loblaws or what have you. And I chose Loblaws specifically because that's more. American exclusive and not just Canadian. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we're going to cut this whole segment anyway, cool. but um, yeah, I don't know. Costco. That's, you know, well, let's, I think it let's is move Im- on from Costco. It is, it is important to recognize that Costco is like kind of the one exception, you know, for whatever reason. It's, it's true. <clears throat> don't expect to be able to shop at Costco in the I am legend kind of hours. It doesn't apply. Does not apply. You will still have to compete with a ridiculous number of people. Soccer moms. A Sunday afternoon level of people. That's that's the par for Costco. It's just Sunday afternoon. You're always going to have to deal with that level of people. Hashtag, it's always Sunday afternoon in Costco. Yeah. <laughs> it's always Sunday. That's interesting. Hmm. <laughs> um, You're welcome, Costco. And also, it's always sunny in Philadelphia because I feel like they got to plug in there somehow as well. I don't know. It's always Sunday. Afternoon. It's always Sunday. Yeah, I don't have time for that right now. Anyway. Um, now, the sort of, you know, another bonus to being paid the way that we are is that you get a flexible amount of money to declare on your taxes. Of course, is this thing on? Uh, if the CRA is listening, I declare everything on my taxes. You mean the IRS. Or the IRS. <laughs> All right, because we're in Iowa. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, the IRS, obviously. Uh, regardless of what agency is monitoring me right now, clearly I declare everything on my tax return. Well, why wouldn't you? Oh, it's, I mean... It's the responsible thing to do. Right. It's the American thing to do. Can-American. It's a thing that you do as a responsible citizen. You declare all of your income and you pay tax on that accordingly. That's what you do. Now, if I was someone else, I might say that based on the fact that we don't have any of those lovely benefits that we were talking about earlier or any of the other shit that most of the populace is entitled to, there is a certain level of understanding which is granted to service staff, a flexible bracket that we operate in within, uh, where we're allowed to make a little bit of money off off the books, and... Considering we have to pay for all of our shit out of pocket. Yeah, and do with it what we will. Yes. Uh, whether that's, you know... Get wasted after our shift. Fair. Um, <laughs> you know, don't have dental insurance, so like, do you neglect your teeth in favor of another bottle of Chardonnay? Maybe. It's possible. It depends on your priorities, really. We all know what the priorities are. Uh, But that is something that we can do. It is easier to kind of put money to the side 
um, cash-based encounters are a lot easier for us. Uh, that being said, when you need to do something that people like, kind of require some paperwork for, like buy a house, buy a car. Get any kind of loan, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it becomes a little bit more difficult. Uh, there's not a lot on paper. Unless, of course, you're an upstanding citizen like myself and you put everything on paper. Of course. Of course. I only wonder what that's like. Yeah, one can only speculate, really. I've heard about it, though. I'm sure all of our listeners are also very diligent about Mm -hmm. doing their taxes Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. as the government requires. You know, know, I mean, if I suppose if a tax software company wanted to sponsor us because we are such diligent. You are such a whore. Oh, my God. Submitters of such of tax returns. Such a hoe. I don't even want to mention one specifically because I'm just open to all of them. Yeah. You know, I've used oh, all I know, of them. Oh, I know you are. I've used I, all I of them. I know you're open to all of them. In my... At once, even. In my past, I've used... I've all of them at one time or another. Together. Yeah. Sometimes, once. sometimes I submit three or four different returns using different softwares just to make sure that I submit one really accurate... After another. ...representation of my tax for the year. Oh, I know. Tax happens in... <laughs> Tax season's, is that like <laughs> September? August. August, let's go with that. Feptober. 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 Sometime in mid-Feptober. There is, there's a, a lot of negative shit that I haven't addressed too though. I've been trying to say pretty positive, but there is a lot of downside um, to this whole shift scheduling shit as well. My biggest gripe, my biggest gripe is that there is no such thing as an off day for a server. You don't get to say you feel bad. No, not really. I mean, for the most part, you're kind of expected to come to work sick, at least in my experience, generally. Um, It's not, it hasn't been the case everywhere, but in a lot of cases it has been. You don't really get days off um, because of illness or, I mean, in some cases, even sickness or death of a loved one. You don't even necessarily get that kind of allowance. Yeah, the whole, the whole point of this is, is that we don't get to have days off. You can be sick, you can have terrible things happen to you, but you still need to show up. Um, and, it, I mean, it, it depends, like, if you've got more staff in a larger inst- like larger establishment, you might have a little more flexibility. Um, but if you're part of a small team, it's you, you got to be there, man. Yeah, you have to show up for sure. Um, <clears throat> there are a couple places that have a large enough team that they're able to have a couple of casual call staff. What have you? So if, if someone's anticipating that they might get called in for a shift or something, that could happen. And so you have essentially somebody, like to use baseball terms, just on deck, who's anticipating, like potentially coming in. That's something that having a larger staff gives you the flexibility to have. Part of that, definitely related to that, is uh, when you expect your coworkers to cover you or to be there, uh, and they're not. And you get fucked because of it. And and not necessarily because you just expect it, but because you have reason to expect it. Mm. Well, like I said, there is 
not even an unspoken expectation. There is an expectation that you have to show up for your fucking shifts. Professionals show up for their shifts. So when they don't, when people don't, or when someone comes in and it's like, oh, I'm sick, or I I just, I don't think I can be here, you know? I just, I I feel like I'm very much of the mentality that if you make it to the point where you're inside the building, you've clocked in, you should expect to close every single time. If you get cut early, that's great. If you're not feeling well and you get let go early, that's awesome. But if you show up and you're in uniform and you clock in, you should expect to be there until the last person is out of the building. And I had, you know what? I had a conversation with a couple of my chefs the other day about this because we were talking about, you know, on their side, on, on my side, about people that, they're, they're essentially two types of people. There are people that always have an excuse and they're the people that show up and do their fucking job regardless. There are the people with and without excuses. And you really are one or the other. It is, it is a, a, like a, it's just two parties of people and that's it. Um, because if you're willing to throw that excuse out there once, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're the type that's, you're probably just gonna keep using some other excuse another time. You know, there's always gonna be a reason. There's always gonna be a reason, absolutely. Yeah, there's a reason why you can't do your job. There's a reason why, you know, X and Y aren't adding up and therefore, yeah. Well, and there's, I mean, if there's a reason why you can't do your job, there's a reason why you can do your job. So I'm gonna throw out the one thing here, the exception to this, and, and some people like you mentioned I'm not going to go into too much detail about it because I don't want to, like, infringe upon bonus content. (laughs) But there are sometimes extenuating circumstances in somebody's life where there's a small time frame in which they're kind of shitty. And one aspect might be, like, family issues. Um, Maybe you've got a pet that needs a lot of attention and needs to, like, go to the vet back and forth quite a bit during a very small frame of time. Maybe you're having a baby, and so there's this very small window of time in which you're not really able to perform your job to capacity because you've got other things on your mind. Maybe maybe you're going through an illness. Maybe a family member is going through an illness. But if you're regularly this person who's very much capable of being relied upon, and outside of that spectrum of time on both sides, um, you're that person, I would say that that's totally fair. I have a hard time. I struggle with the idea that... I struggle with my own cynicism that's been generated by years and years and years of working in this industry because I find that I'm more inclined. Like, you know, like when you hear a server call in sick, everybody is always like, oh, yeah, <laughs> sick, sure, sick. Everybody always gets on their ass. But about it depends it. on who it is. I would I would argue that it depends on who it is. If it's someone who never calls in sick and you know that they're reliable and they call in sick, you're like, oh shit, I hope they're okay. I hope everything's okay. Maybe someone's going through a fucking breakup. You know, like maybe they're they know that they're shit to the world right now. Like I know that I've gone through breakups where I was fucking useless as a human being. And I got through it on that's, both sides. But that's like, why you don't hire women. <clears throat> yeah, wow. <clears throat> yeah, anyway, I'm just, I'm just saying, I've, I've seen men go through worse breakups than that, actually. 
I'm a sociopath. I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying is that there. Who's who sang that song? No one to fold them. No one to hold them. That's no Kenny Rogers. Them. Kenny Rogers. That's, Sometimes. It's a gambler. Having having awareness of where you're at as a human being, like you know that you're gonna be fucking shit on the floor. You you call in because you're not at capacity to do your job, but you're gonna show up tomorrow and you're gonna be fine. Or maybe you legit are sick and you never call in ever. And so when you do call in, people are like, oh my god, like this person is calling in that never fucking happens. I hope they're okay. Do you know what my problem is though? Is that you're a sociopath. Not a sociopath. <laughs> that might, well, I mean, that, that could be my main problem. Yeah. In this particular instance, though, uh, my problem is that I am too much of a realist and you say cynic, but I mean, when I see a number of connectable dots in a certain situation, so, you know, like, let's say we just went through the toughest 10 days of the year um, and everybody's got a fucking yeah, reason why they can't come into work. Yeah, the Iowa Stampede. Everybody's got a reason why they can't come into work, right? Some of them, sure, legitimate. Some not. But everybody develops a cold, you know. Actually, everyone did get sick this year. Yeah, it was a, it was a gross time. Yeah. Yeah, we got sick, for sure. I was sick. Yeah. But I, guess uh, what? There I were, fucking there were, showed up to work, There were work some too. people who, like, right in front of me, just like, <clears throat> and yeah. I'm just like, can you fucking not, please? Because I don't want to get sick, and now here I am, yeah. sick. I chugged, I chugged a half <laughs> bottle of Dayquil a night. You were a piece of shit this past weekend. To get through a shift. Yeah. Hashtag Dayquil, hashtag we love you. We uh, love Dayquil. Although your NyQuil gives me weird, sweaty nightmares, and I don't know how to deal with that. I like the dreams you give me, NyQuil. No, I don't. They freak me out. She, oh, drinks, she drinks NyQuil for fun. She's ex- that's her one excited part about getting sick. Is being like, able to drink, like NyQuil. to drink NyQuil. Yeah, like it's her first thing. She's like, God, do we have NyQuil? Can I have some? This is normally where we plug our sponsors, but we are a little fresh at this point. So we're going to give a shout out to our Patreons instead. Not on the list yet? That's cool. I guess we love you anyway. But if you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash not. Now, back to that show. No, you were honestly, though, you were so sick this past weekend. No, it was disgusting. But I showed up, and at even to the point where I was at work, people knew I was sick, and cuts were coming up, and other people were taking them. Like, I think of a couple of sweet coworkers, one in particular, she was like, hey, I'll, I'll work for you. Like, I just got the cut, but I'll work for you if you want to go home. And I'm like, it's fine. Like, I have tables. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to do a job. I'm going to finish my night. That's fine. It's my fucking job. But but that's the type of server I am. And there are really great servers out there the same way. But not every server is like that. I so part of me I like the saying like you don't have to be the hero. And this might just be my own subjective experience. But I don't think sick people should work while sick. I think that patterns in behavior are things that should be noted and things that should be monitored, especially when they start to become patterns. But I don't think that you should work sick because, and this might, again, this might be the nine to five in me, but like, 
when you're sick and you come to work, you make fucking everybody else sick too. Sure. It's like being sick working in a hospital. It's like being sick working in an airport. It's just like it's you're in this environment where you see so many people and just spreading disease is not my prerogative. I get it. But in that instance that I was talking about, because you gestured during it, I think that, yeah, audience, beware. She was like, cut off. No, 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 I wasn't cut off. I just didn't want to. But. <laughs> it makes me mad. <laughs> That's why. But there are times, as in this one that I was just working, because we're we're as busy as we are, that... Nobody can go home. Nobody can go home early. Nobody can be called off. It's not like I can just not come into work. And if I've worked seven hours already, I'm not going to tap out on the last hour. I'm there. I'm finishing my shit, obviously. If the difference is an hour, then yes. Yeah, I'm going to finish out my night. I don't need somebody to pick up the slack from my last hour. Now, I don't want sympathy from people anyway. Like, I will. I am the type of person that will. If I'm sick, I'll come in and I'll start work. And if it's possible, at a reasonable time, I'll I'll get cut. And that's I'm okay with that. I don't beg for cuts. I don't. No, you maybe don't. Maybe I'm maybe I'm maybe I'm too much of a Sociopath? I'm a tough guy or whatever, but <laughs> you know what? If I'm not fucking dying Step on my cubes. If I'm not fucking dying, <laughs> if I can do my shift, I will come in to do my shift. Sure. I don't beg people to let me off because I expect when it is desperate, when I cannot do my shift, I want the credibility. You know what? Let me take that back. <laughs> I do what I do because I know what I'm capable of and I don't ever want to feel like I bitched out. And that's a me thing. But let's say you're in. No, I don't even. I don't even want to go there. We'll see bonus content. Hmm. I. Uh, what if you're in a scenario where you think that you know, you know, it's beyond your capacity? Do you just not show up? Do you just? What do you mean? What if you're in a scenario where you cannot make it, whether it be because you're too sick, like when we fucking had norovirus at one time? after that birthday party and yeah. we like just had things coming out of every end of our body. Yeah. It's not physically possible. You're like, I can't even drive to work. Fair. Alone. And that's, that's, that's but, the extreme. That's the reality but, for me is, but that's the thing though. What if it's like, well, you know, if you can't cover your shift, do you just quit? Well, no, but I, I know I have understanding. It's not, I could, I could, I know my situation at my work. I could tomorrow I'm scheduled. I sure. could just not show up. Well, but you're, I might not, have, you're not a shitty person, though. So. I might have a stern talking to when I get back. <laughs> a very but, strongly worded yeah, letter. Yeah, exactly. But no <laughs> one is firing me. It's not happening. And that's not like a, oh, I can do whatever I want. Obviously, if I did that often enough. But it's because of my reputation that I've put down up until this point that I know that I could do that if I wanted to. I or wouldn't. It wouldn't be a wanted to. It would be a needed to. You know what I mean? Like, needed to, wanted to. Whatever, you know, like legitimately, if I just no showed, I would have understanding. Sure. I've earned that. Sure. And that is part of it's part of it, but it's not the entirety. That the the person that I am 
dictates that I don't I don't behave that way. I don't know where that came from in me, but I know that I I can't. If I'm capable of coming to my shift, I I go to that shift. That's that's integrity though. And I mean it's like when I worked at the one nightclub more recently, like I had food poisoning and I went to work anyway because no one could cover my shift. You know, and I was like, you know, I hate vying for a cut, but like I'm in the bathroom every every 10 to 15 minutes. Like you need to cut me. Like I need to go home. <laughs> I remember going to work for a lunch shift and it was so savage. I was so violently ill that I was like ducking down behind our bar where you can't see anybody yeah. and like clenching my stomach yeah. and just rocking back and forth. And like my work doesn't have customers generally speaking during lunch. So I knew I just needed to open the restaurant and like get through just that. Be present. But like I was just throwing up periodically and then just gripping my stomach and yeah. and like that was my entire shift. It was two hours of me like shitting and puking and being on the verge of shitting and puking. And then I just went home after and I was like, but I, nobody will cover a lunch shift. That was the thing. Yeah. I'm like, I know that I can't call in for this because nobody will cover it. I think I was opening that day. So it's like, no one would have taken it. Yeah, Nobody's going to cover working me. Working through happy hour. And it's like, as long as I can get through happy oh. hour, I can be cut and it can be fine. And I was just like, yeah, I was in the bathroom. I mean, I don't have an appendix. So when I get food poisoning it's fucking hard and intense and it lasts like a week and a half but that's um, but that first night was fucking yeah i couldn't get it covered that's the person Again, small staff that's the person you want in the trenches with you that's but i keep coming as a military reference and i feel like this is going to be a frequent thing military so for you references. for you avid listeners anticipate me bringing it back to the military because that's what it fucking feels like you're having bombs dropped on you all the time you have an expectation of you in the fucking trenches that's unrealistic but there is some part of you as a lover of food and and wine and, and beverage and drink in the industry that drives you to be a defender of this and do what you do and we salute you fellow soldiers of industry uh, Iowan. Iowan soldiers of industry. <laughs> soldiers of industry. The Iowan Reserve for what you do because, yeah, you you want somebody beside you that is going to come in no matter what. They might be fucking dying beside you, but they're still going to do their job until it's... And, until and they like, can't. Until yeah, they can't. Until they can't. And, and it's your job as the, the other good person beside them to pick up as much slack as possible so that when it's possible for you to get rid of them, you will get rid of them. And it's you trust. can send them home. It's trust. You have to, that's, I mean, Obe, Band of Brothers Restaurant Edition, that's a thing. Dying side by side, the people you trust right beside you, that's your crew. When you walk in and you see the guys that you know are gonna fucking have your back, no matter what, you feel secure. Where are you at? Are we for wine? Well, maybe a little bit more. Flaky coworkers, that was a really long bit on flaky coworkers. We're gonna have to trim the fuck out of that. No, because. Yeah, by necessity, we're gonna have to train the fuck out of that. That's, 
I work. feel like flaky coworkers are very much a thing, though. I think they, that that's kind of synonymous with the industry. They are, but that can't be the whole episode. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's... Can't it? That was like 30 minutes of fucking raging on customers, or on, on coworkers. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Flip side to having whatever day off in the middle of the week that gives you the freedom to just wander around in a post-apocalyptic society is that you don't have weekends with your friends because all of your friends work nine to five jobs yeah and if, have babies if you're uh, you know, if this isn't your if this isn't your first service job we are anticipating having babies uh, they're probably moving on to other nine to five kind of dealios it's tough can be tough uh, friends sure family definitely family more so yeah yeah you don't, you know, your parents trying to organize shit with your siblings if you have siblings. Often you're going to have to gargle the shit end of the stick uh, when it comes to scheduling brunches. Because brunch to them means 10.30 a.m. Uh, and that that's is... That's breakfast. Perhaps... No, that's breakfast. Four to five hours after you've gotten off work. Yeah, no, that's definitely breakfast. You can't call it brunch unless it starts at, like, at least 1 p.m. Yeah, I, know, I mean, like... That's brunch. I had a realization a while ago that brunch means breakfast and lunch. And, like, oh, realistically... You realized that recently? Yeah, but no, but, like, this... Just let me fucking finish. <laughs> the hours that entails are from, like, 9 a.m. to noon. That's brunch. I have no. been celebrating Linner... For a long time. It doesn't sound as catchy. Yeah, didn't understand. It's not grammable at all. Yeah. Glinner. Sounds like a Pokemon. Lupper? Sounds like a Pokemon. Anyway. Nope. Uh, yeah, so I have not been actually celebrating proper brunch. I just didn't realize it. But, that being said... The only thing you're missing is the opportunity to have a couple of mimosas. Really. I can drink any time of the day. You can have those any time you want. Yeah. Yeah. But it's true. Uh, they, there is an expectation, uh, which we just don't, we don't follow. Even the idea of dinner, you know, like, even if you have a day off, the time that most people eat is not the time that you eat. That, that's not your schedule, you know, like. I think the more, like, friends, you can find time to go out with friends, whether it be, like, a day off or what have you. But it's more difficult with family, and now that we're at the point where, like, for example, your family is having kids, and, like, and so you're adhering to, or you're, you're having to kind of adapt to multiple schedules versus just, like, kind of figuring out what kind of might loosely work for, like, now you have children who, like, need to be awake at certain times and need to be asleep at certain times, otherwise they're a fucking mess, you know? Well, sure, you've got... It's just, it's rhythms of other people's lives and their, their rhythms have changed. And now there's more like you, rhythms. You get, you get that, but at the same time, like, dinner at five or six is... Or three. Fucking unheard of. That's lunch to me, man. Like, that's... Or three. <laughs> that hasn't actually happened. <laughs> but five or, five or six o'clock dinner is... I mean, like, that's, that's ridiculous. Like, that is legitimately, I feel like, lunch hungry. I had breakfast at 5 p.m. the other day. Now, granted, I was sick. Which and is funny, because we, like, have our first seatings at 5 o'clock. Yeah. People are having dinner at those times. What? But I don't eat when other people eat. That's no, the point. That's true. That's I'm true. serving people dinner when they eat. We're, we're so not, I we're eat after. We're allowed to eat at those times. Yeah. 
Those are your times for eating, not I'm ours. I'm in slave hours right now, right? <laughs> yeah, I said slave again. Reference back to the other fucking episode, okay? I talk about that shit in here. It gets real. It's aggressive. Slave hours. Yeah, for sure. I eat dinner when I get to eat dinner. After the white masters tell me it's okay to eat dinner. When the chefs tell me it's okay to order. <laughs> I feel like the chefs are not the white masters, but... You know, I don't want to get into this role. Like, that's, no, that's, that's a different episode. Yeah. <laughs> Look out for roundtable racism coming up sometime soon. Definitely coming up. Yep. Uh, there's an aspect of having unscheduled uh, work days and weekends where periodically you just get a random one day weekend. One day weekend. It's kind of bullshit. I did air quotations. You couldn't hear those, but they existed. So like a like a Tuesday, Thursday off or a Monday, Sunday off. We've been like, we've both been kind of like Monday, Wednesday. Monday, Sunday. Nice. <laughs> Monday, Sunday. I just said Monday, Sunday like they weren't linked. Yeah, shut up, all right? You don't know how the fucking week works. You're stupid. Uh, <laughs> Monday, Friday. Nobody no, gets it, Friday it's off. it's Monday and the following Sunday. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we've, we've pretty much been lately Monday and Wednesday, although not last week because last week was crazy. But, I don't know, we, we tend to golf in the summer on Mondays, typically, when my hand's not broken. Stop lipping off. That's not how that works. My hand is broken. That means you were lipping off, so you stop lipping off. means I lipped off and she uh, closed one eye when she tried to hit me. <laughs> so- Hashtag stupid abuse. Anyway, having having those weird days off. Actually, going back to the grocery store thing, having Mondays off has been really, really nice because, again, like when it's in the summer, not a lot of people are at the range, not a lot of people are on the course, especially midday. During those brunch-esque hours of 2 to 3 p.m. Cheap golf, yo. We sound really old now, though. No, we sound really white. All white people golf. Some old white people golf. Some better than others. Yeah. What up, Dad? Your dad's not listening to the podcast. He might. I don't know that he will. Just won his first fucking tournament in his men's league. Boom, boom, boom. Because he's white and old. Kind of rich. All the stereotypes, people that golf. What a cheap sport. Everybody fucking knows what golf is about, right? It's not right? a cheap sport. I didn't take it up until I met you, so. I mean, like, only in the last decade did we get, like, our, well, decade and a half, we had, like, first successful black golfer. So, it's not really a progressive sport. He's not even really fully black, to be honest. Well, he's fully not white. He's fully not white. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Tiger Woods. That's what we're talking about. Tiger Woods. We're talking about Tiger Woods. Spoiler alert. I don't know how many people listen to fucking watch golf, follow golf in this, but that's Tiger Woods. Yeah. But split days off suck. They can be great, but they suck when you have one day and you're just exhausted from working, let's say four potentially days prior to that, and you're trying to be productive, but then you say, fuck it, and decide to sleep an extra three hours, get up have a leisurely breakfast at 5 p.m. And then, you know, maybe pour yourself a bourbon because you've earned it for making breakfast, (laughs) which is tough because you clean the dishes after too, obviously, because you're not a fucking pig. You left the dishes from the night before, but you cleaned your breakfast dishes. 
And then after your bourbon, you just kind of settle into a movie. Then you pass out and it turns out you're just back at work the next day. So... This seems vaguely autobiographical. I read this story in a book. It might have, it might have been a graphic novel. That's not what I meant by autobiographical. It wasn't about me. <laughs> okay. It was, a, it was a graphic novel about another person, Dustin. Dustin worked also in Iowa, but like different. Like another different, different Iowa. A different Iowa. This is a, a different Iowa or like a parallel different... universe Iowa. Oh. Shut up, alright? You know I don't need to explain the graphic novel. You read it if you want to. Sure. <clears throat> so we still have a little bit of time and I kinda wanted to talk about How do we still have time? We have we not been talking for two hours? No. No, we've not. Holy Jesus Christ. So You people are eating into my life. I hate you. Okay. I wanted to talk about the my girlfriend isn't hungry menu option. It's kind of gone viral lately and, and we actually have one in the Iowan city that we that we herald from. But uh, yeah, I wanna I wanna talk about this a little bit because it it has gone viral and I think it's I suggested this a long time ago and I'm a little <laughs> bit pissed off that somebody took it up and, and I I legitimately said this. I said this. An add on fee to give a little extra portion of just your side shit. You know, <laughs> and it's so funny because people are actually super offended by this. And I, I think it says a lot about the climate that we live in. I think it's fucking fantastic. It's just girls, girls who've never had boyfriends, clearly. Sorry, but if you've <laughs> had a fucking boyfriend or you're just a, like a belligerent liar because like... It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's funny, but it's real. Every time I talk to somebody about the idea that when I make a sandwich and you're like, hey, I'm like, hey, babe, do you want do you want a sandwich? And you're like, ah, I'm probably okay. And I just make one. I just make one because I fucking know that if I don't, you're going to eat mine. <laughs> Everybody knows that shit. Everybody knows that. I, so this one in particular, um, this is Mama D's in Little, Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, my girlfriend is not hungry for $4.25. You add extra French fries to your entree and either two fried chicken wings or three fried cheese sticks. Mm -hmm. Which is about the right amount of food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds great. She's still having a bite of whatever sandwich you got with that. <laughs> it's not going to fucking save you. No, it's not. It's not I'm not hungry. It's I can't decide. And then it's just, I'll have whatever you're having. Just maybe just the sides of what you have. I can't, I can't find the other ones. The thing is like, there's a couple other places, including one here where you get double the fries and three honey biscuits. I don't know. That's Stan's. Really? Yeah. Stan's has it. The fuck are honey biscuits? I don't know, but apparently Stan's has them. Hmm. Anyway, um, they're one of three restaurants currently on record on the internet as having the my girlfriend is not hungry option on the menu and i think that i'm just gonna go on record saying that i think it's fucking brilliant it's a great idea like let's have some self-awareness ladies and understand that when we show up for a date or what have you we we might not 
know where we want to go at the beginning of it. Maybe we don't feel hungry, but then when the food arrives, you're like, oh, well, that smells really good. And I, I kind of want in on that. Do you know what I feel like the My Girlfriend Isn't Hungry edition should be? Is just two chicken fingers and a quarter portion of fries. That would be like it, to, to any meal. It doesn't matter. You could have you could have a steak dinner and it would be like, My Girlfriend Isn't Hungry. Boom, put it on. Two chicken fingers, quarter portion of fries. And it would be like, uh, I'm like, can I just pick at yours? And you'd be like, this is yours. Okay. So why do you think people are so upset about this? Like, do you think it's it's almost like accusational? Because it's gender, two reasons. Because it's gender-based and it's fucking true. Let's have some fucking self-awareness though. Nothing, like, let's nothing have hurts, some insight. Nothing hurts more than the truth. Nothing sparks the internet rage more than something's a little bit true. I'm not. I could get into stereotypes, but I feel like that's going to pollute this episode. But I we'll know, save that for the roundtable racism. I know racism. it's true. I know it's true. Yeah. I've, I've been there. Everyone I do that. knows it's true. But I'm not offended. But it's this idea that, like, you can't talk about it as being true. Just because it is doesn't mean you can talk about it. You still need to pretend it's not true and address it from like a, a five sideways steps kind back. of way. Yeah, don't look directly at it. You know, like like Medusa. You don't you don't look at it only in the reflection of of the shield. Nobody's gonna know what that means. I I love this one. So we're just kind of like scouring Reddit and like just kind of taking a look at at different takes on this. There's one user here, Kara Wolf, that says, as a chick who has thought this many times. It means we're not hungry enough to actually seek out food and we might only be considering it because you asked or we're bored, but if you put a plate of tacos in front of us, there will be no more tacos. 100% true. But if I put a plate of tacos in front of you labeled Justin's Tacos, it's not your fucking tacos, so you don't get those tacos. I might only take two. Yeah, what if there are only <laughs> three tacos? I might, I'll take a taco. I might take half a taco. You're gonna have a taco, and then as I'm finishing the last taco, you'll go, Oh, are you sure you want another? Oh. Are you sure you want the whole taco? Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gripping her leg right now. You can't see that, but it's the. Oh, oh baby, baby, can we do it? Are you sure? Taco? You don't want the taco? It's, it's just funny. I, uh, this resonates with me a lot. I think that this resonates with more people than feel comfortable to admitting to it. And I think that's the biggest problem with it. Yep. What, what does everybody think? You should probably weigh in on the comments. Show us some comments. Show us your comments. Yeah, nobody talks shit. Talk shit. I talk shit all the time. All the shit I want to talk. You talk some shit. All right, it's your turn to talk shit. Is your girlfriend not hungry? Is she hungry? How do you feel about that? <laughs> Come on, girl. I know you hungry. I know you're hungry. <laughs> Say someone yells fat in the middle of a room and you turn around. Is it your is it your fault or is it their fault? You know, like Who's fault? there's a bunch of people. You made this about more than is being it your, hungry. But. I'm just I'm, I'm like I don't know. Like I'm, I'm talking about because I'm like everybody's like that's not fair. It's like well I mean like if you're being offended, is it me or is it you? I don't know. <laughs> Could be you. You might be the fat bitch that's eating all the tacos. Could be. Or you might just be really easily offended by things that don't necessarily pertain to you. Could be also. Or sometimes it's not all about you, Karen. And sometimes it's about 
my girlfriend not being hungry. Because she said she wasn't, and then she ate half my fucking fries. Maybe my girlfriend's the fat bitch. Wow. I am going to make that about me. On that note, leave us your thoughts in the comments. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for tuning in to another long and very, very drawn out. Not that long. We'll see. We'll, well see after editing. It seemed like it was long. Yeah, 70 yeah. minutes. It was a interesting uh, episode. Uh, it was meant to be about... Uh, the fuck was it meant to be about? Flaky servers. No, it wasn't about flaky servers. That's what it ended up about. It wasn't about flaky servers. You've got the show notes. I don't know. Fuck. That's what happens. It was supposed to be about servers themselves. Supposed to be about our hours. About what? Yeah, scheduling. Shift work. It's, a, it's about liberty? It's about liberty. It's about it's freedom. About, it's about freedom. We're from Iowa, I promise. Yeah. Totally from Iowa. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for tuning into our episode about shift work, being blessed and burdened as a server. Can be rough, but it can be fantastic as well. There's so many positives and negatives. Uh, Who can tell? Who can tell? I can, because I'm an expert. I don't know if you were listening earlier when I gave my expert opinion, but obviously hmm. I'm an expert. We would love to start featuring some of your comments on our show, so please leave us some comments uh, wherever you happen to find our podcast, whether that be Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, or even our Patreon. Uh, what's that Patreon address again, Justin? Patreon.com. Slash. Slash. No, you may not. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. Oh, I've so, been there, uh, I swear. <laughs> So you can leave us comments on there or, uh, you know, sponsor us. We love the love. Uh, Alan, just as we're, we're throwing it out there, Alan. Oh, shout yeah, out. I know you exist, okay? <laughs> I saw it, but you're one person, okay? And I, I'll tell you this right now. One person is not enough for me to care. Tell so your get, friends. Get, your, get yourself some fucking friends and maybe I will care. That's a hard maybe. Jesus, Justin. Anyway, I'm over it. Uh, anyway, leave us some comments, whether it be on Patreon, on our website, our uh, Facebook, wherever. Instagram, we love you. We love all of you on every platform. And uh, we Me will... Medium. A medium on you. Justin's medium on you. Uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you and have a great service. We love you. Bye-bye. And that is our show for today. Very special thank you to our patrons and thank you to our subscribers. If you haven't started subscribing yet, you can find us pretty much anywhere you find your podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc., etc. If you do want to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com slash knowyoumaynot. Thanks, and have a great service.